Hey everyone, this is Ann Samoylov. Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. Today we are joined by Jessica Kupferman. Jessica is a dear friend of mine, but she's also a really hot tamale entrepreneur. She's got a podcast called Lady Business Radio, as well as a whole hub for all your lady business needs. And today we're going to talk about some of the results and some of the changes that have happened over the first year. Now we're at We're nearing like she's moving into her second year of having a podcast, and she's going to share what's happened during that time, how she's grown her site, her brand, and her business. Hello, this is Ann Samoylev. I'm here today with Jessica Kupferman, and Jessica and I have been seen together in a number of digital (laughs) platforms doing various uh, embarrassing things, and thankfully she cut out a lot of that uh, embarrassing conversation <laughs> in past <laughs> in past get-togethers. So, um, so today we'll see what happens. Mm. Mm. So, thanks, Jessica, for taking time out of your your Sunday. Thank you for having me. Um, there's only a few people that I will talk to about business and all this fun stuff on Sunday. One of them is myself, <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is you. I'm honored. So, um, so, so anyway, so thanks for coming. I feel like we've got a lot to talk about. So, but the first thing I wanted to do is say that, um, right now I'm really interested in talking about results and because I think that people see a lot of like, do this strategy and there's not a lot of talk of, well, did that really work? Am I still doing it? Why do I not see you doing it still if it works so great? Um, so the one thing that you and I both have in common is obviously the podcast. You've been doing it for a lot longer than I have. So I'm sure you have some maybe like longer term insights, things that maybe you thought you knew at the beginning, but now you know now. Um, and I do too. So, so I'd love to first hear what is your podcast and how long have you been doing it? My podcast is called lady business radio. Um, it started out as a video show called JKTV, which you were on. And actually that was my most popular episode, Anne. <laughs> uh, probably because we were doing like hand goggle glasses and like other weird things. We were doing but, Poison by uh, Belle Biv DeVoe. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, so it started out as a video epi- um, video show in January of 2013. And then in May, I switched from that to a to an audio podcast in May. Um, May, 2013. And I've been doing it ever since. And actually I'm coming, I do, I started out doing one show a week and then quickly moved to two because there were just way too many people that I wanted to talk to. And, um, I, you know, I was like, I, like, for example, now, if I, um, if someone asked me to be on the show, I'd have to book them in like October. Right. And that just seemed silly to me. So a couple months is good, but like eight months is ridiculous. So I was like, I, I had to make it two shows a week. And sometimes I even think about doing three. Wow. But I know. Well, I think it would be fun. It's just that, um, you know, I, I have to handle the monetization part in a way where I can do it all more the, more of all the time, if that makes sense. Right. No, I get that. I get that. So do you, you mostly then do interview? It's like an inter- interview format. Yeah, yours is more like a variety show. I, mine is completely interview. Well, by variety show. Why do I, I'm like I'm like doing this weird thing with my elbows right like, now? It's not like um, it's a variety show from the sixties. <laughs> Goldie Hawn. It's like laughing. Like laughing, right? No, no, no. But when I call it a variety show, I just mean sometimes it's a solo show, sometimes it's an interview, sometimes you do tips, sometimes you do musings. Yeah. That's a variety show to me. Whereas mine is fully. Um, interview only. But I, I do think about and have thought about, actually, I have like three others in my head that I want to do. I'm not going to lie. Oh, three other podcasts. Yeah. That's awesome. I have, yeah. I have one with um, Tangela Eckhoff who does scandal recaps. I'd like to do a television uh, type format show with her. Where we just talk about shows that we like. And then I, and then I would like to do a women's podcasting show. Elsie Escobar and I are thinking about doing that. And then um, I want to do one of just my own goofy thoughts. But that seems like a lot of podcasts. Well, people doing it, you know, people doing I multiple. I don't know who else does that many. Maybe yeah. Cliff Does he do that I'll, many? I'll tell you, Pat, Pat Flynn. Pat has, Flynn does too. He has, at, but he also has, I think, a food truck owner's That's right. one. You're so right. Yeah. That's right. I think once you're in it, you're in it to win it, like you say. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I know Cliff has a couple with his wife. So, I mean... But it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I don't, first, 
I want to just ask you, how do you deal with like, I mean, do you just have it down now, the, the process so that it doesn't feel like a lot, you know? Because- yes and no. Uh, mostly yes. I have the process down to a science. And um, if I can keep up with that process, then it basically feels like nothing. So like, I will, I will post, let's say like a month or so in advance. Right now I have about eight or 10 shows that I haven't posted yet. Got it. But um, I, once I run out, I have to batch them all again. And finding time to batch them all again is not always, oh, I better turn that off. I'm sorry. It's not always easy. And so um, because of that, like this last week, I gave the guy who helps me upload and do all that stuff. I gave him both shows the night before. Yeah. Which is actually not a problem for him because he's in Malaysia. So it's already past the point of time where he would have needed to schedule it there anyway. So it's like he can use the whole, I, by the time I'm giving it to him, it's the night before for me, but it's the morning of the next day for him. So, so he's he has, all good. He's fine. Yeah. He's got a whole 24 hours to do it. It's still not nice though. Yeah. I still want to give him like a batch of work. Um, but so this weekend I'm going to do like 10 shows and then he, you know, he'll do the 10. He, sometimes he only does a couple at a t- He can just do them at his leisure for that way. And then um, I won't have to do anything again until like May. That's great. So I didn't intend to ask you about your workflow, but do you okay. write, do you send him? Basically, do you just share with him some sort of like folder, Dropbox or whatever, and mm-hmm. give him the text for the the blog, the podcast blog posts that go up, or the posts, or what? what so currently, the workflow goes like this: I upload the MP3 uh, into a, a folder in Google Drive. That folder also includes a folder with all the show notes and another folder with all the headshots. So the way that I do it is like, I have a folder that says episode content and then I'll do the date. So he knows which ones goes with which episode. So it's like 326, I think it was Carrie Blazik. And then in headshots, he'll find Carrie's headshot. And then in MP3s, he'll find Carrie's MP3. Got he it. takes the whole thing, puts it in Libsyn for that day. And then currently what he does, but I'm going to change this because Libsyn just changed this. After he uploads it in Libsyn, he then has to take all the show notes and put them in my website, make a blog post, do a bit.ly, make a blog post. But Libsyn has now made it possible where you can just publish a blog post right from there. So I'm going to have I'm going to show him how to do it as a draft. Then he can go back in, add the rest of the show notes because I don't want to put all my show notes in Libsyn. It's just silly. Yeah. Because it's just a host. You just need a description. You don't need like the person's website and like all that right, stuff. So, right, right. So yeah, so I'm going to publish right from there just the description. Let him put the rest of the show notes in and then schedule it from there. Make a bit.ly. Then he's got to go back with the bit.ly into my tweets and, and auto schedule the social media for that day. Got it. And so, so I, and that process has just changed too, where it used to be social, it used to be social oomph. Now I'm just going to do everything in Hootsuite because I didn't realize that Hootsuite now allows you to do Pinterest and Instagram too. Oh, that's nice. I yeah, didn't I didn't that. know that. I've been using them in so long that I had no idea. So yeah, that that's great. Um, so would you say because I you know two podcasts a week? So are you essentially is did podcasting replace you doing blog posts or? Yes. Okay, so you, and how did you feel about that? What did that? Did you notice anything? Actually, um, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> Don't you love when I do that to you? Yes. Um, so, er, yes, in a sense it did because that's the content that I focus the most on. But then when I was doing my weekly emails, I started doing like a little like, here's what's going on with me this week. And it didn't have a blog post. And then I was like, why am I letting people read everything in email? But then they'd reply to comment. So I started putting that in a blog post. So now I have blog posts to go on Wednesdays with the email. It's a little much, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so I have the email that I write every week and I have someone else help me with this. I write the content. She schedules the email, makes a blog post. And so when people, what at the end of, at the end of my little personal story in my email, it says, click here to tell me if this has ever happened to you or whatever. And then that way I'm not influxed with email and I get traffic to my site. Yeah, that's great. That's really good. Um, yeah, that's one thing that I've struggled with, Jessica. And you know that I feel like I was writing for a really long time. And I think probably part of me was a little bit burned out. Like I wanted a different format or something. Um, but now I'm I'm feeling like bad that I've given up like on a lot of the, the blog post writing. So I tend to try to make my 
podcast posts more than just show notes. I try to make them actually the blog post almost, which is really right now. I'm kind of trying to refigure that whole thing out. I'm not really sure. Well, yeah. And actually you know, now that you say that I'm sort of thinking like I was looking at my stats cause I was just doing my lips and tutorial and I was like, gosh, you know, I really do spike on Wednesdays and Fridays when my show goes out. And then the other days are sort of like doopy doopy doo. And I so know. I'm thinking like, maybe I could like, I could write the blog post read it as a podcast episode and yet already have a transcript. Right. Exactly. Like that, that's exactly what I've been doing. Another show. I've I've been doing the opposite and it's so difficult. So what I'm thinking is that because I, I do love to write, I'll write whatever podcast podcast I'm going to record. Obviously when you say it, it's a little, when you speak it, it's a little bit different anyways. And you'll, you'll give commentary on your own content. You, you uh, ad lib. Exactly. Improv. So maybe I'll start doing that. Actually, you kind of inspired me to start doing that because this way I could still have one more show because people have also asked me like, you know, I'd love to hear just your own yeah. thoughts and experiences. And that's why I was going to do another podcast just of that. But why would I not just make that into another episode? Like, what am I, an idiot? They yeah. don't even have to be that long. Yeah. Seriously. I, I actually, the reason why I feel like I started doing just the variety shows is because I liked... Pat Flynn's, um, where his format, yeah, his format. I like how sometimes it's him. Sometimes it's guests. Um, he's had more guests most of the time. Yeah, He always had guests. I didn't realize his was variety show. Like I didn't realize he did the Pat Flynn laughing like you do. (laughs) The laughing (laughs) and laughing. Um, but so, so because I feel like I'm a new, put a bikini with flowers. (laughs) It's the Benny Hill show with Anson (laughs) Wilde. I hope our listeners don't mind that we interrupt each other because it's just kind of, <laughs> we I'm, can't help it. We get too excited. I'm just doing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm the newbie here, and I just want to share with you like a few things, and then you can like tell me. Well, here, sister, tell me. What, I'll tell you what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Um, so I started uh, Fearless Launching Show back in January, like mid January. Didn't happen the week first week like I planned that, and um, mm-hmm. and. Then at the end of February, somewhere in the middle of February, I looked at my, my traffic had grown. Like I would say it went 50% higher. It was really a big jump. And I thought in two months is amazeballs. And I'm like, what? I said, I, and at that point I hadn't like, there was a period of time right before I started really gearing up for the fearless launching launch before a whole B-school you know, all that stuff happened where I did do ads on Facebook, but that was after I actually had looked at my analytics and, and then you can imagine what happened during the time that I ran like ads for like three days. I was like, what the mother everybody's coming. Oh, I'd love to hear who you targeted. Yeah. I was your own page. Uh, no, I did Marie Forleo. Yeah. LKR. Amy Porterfield, because a lot of people and a lot of just names for people that they, they come to me and they say, Oh, so-and-so sent me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, so I wait. Just, yeah. Next question. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go no, ahead. please, please interrupt. It's okay. Um, you, you, okay. So you targeted it. You targeted Marie and Amy's audiences. And for those of you who are listening, there are ways of saying, what interests do you want yes. to, and then you, cho- you can choose pages as well as entrepreneurship and hiking. And, and I did that kind of thing too. Not hiking, but, um, yeah. Bowling. Just kidding. Yeah, no, I didn't. Bowling. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but my other question is, did you have them? What did you link them to? Was it your page? Was it your link in iTunes? Was it your website? Um, no, this one was actually for the launch toolkit. It was just an image with, Hey, do you need help planning your next launch? Oh, it's an opt-in. Yeah. So it went to my site. Okay. So it went off Facebook and I spent, I think 20 bucks a day. And at the end of that, just in like, like, I think it was a 20, maybe like 30 hour period. I had like 200 opt-ins. I was amazed. So $20 a day. Got you 200. I'm just writing this down. Yeah. I mean, but then by the way, when I, that, this is a whole other result show, but like then later during the launch, when I actually was promoting like an actual event, the Google, the um, Google hangout that I did, the Mm -hmm. cost per conversion was so much higher. It barely brought in the same numbers. And because I kept my, like, I kept my daily number at just 20 bucks, but it just shows me that like people wanted like, like the easy, more casual thing as opposed to the come to my hangout. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I also noticed on Facebook ads that 
I kind of felt a little bit like Facebook was trying to feed me dinner. Kind of, I don't even know how a nice way of saying that because I experiment, I've experimented before where I've had people, I, I did a webinar on podcasting and this is the, when I've experimented, I haven't experimented with just audience growth type stuff, but I did a webinar and when I just did, um, impressions. So let's just say I spent $20 a day and I got impressions. It would be like 40,000 impressions and I'd have like two signups, but then I'd pay for signups and I'd have, you know, and it would obviously be like 3000 impressions, but it would be like 120 signups. Right. So why are they, but the, like you said, the cost to conversion. So meanwhile, the two that I had paid for cost me like 13 cents but I wasted 40,000 views because who knows who the hell they're sending them to. Right. Whereas like when I'm paying per click, paying per sign up, the cost to conversion is so much higher, but I get more. Yeah. So it's almost like, okay, fine. I'll pay a dollar a person if I have to. Well, I use the same, I, I followed this PDF on this woman's site and I'll, I'll share that with you and the audience as well. But like she's done, she did like a Facebook ads post for my site. Her name's Claire. Um, And I just followed her to do it to her PDF tutorial, whatever. And I did the same thing for both, both ads. I didn't change anything really at all, except the artwork. Right. And, and the destination where they were going. So the first one was like 46 cents a conversion and the hangout ended up like a dollar 80 per conversion. I'm like, uh, no. And I just, I didn't keep that going quite as long. Cause I'm like, you know, no, thanks. Not doing this. <laughs> I'm actually in Mari Smith's Facebook mastery class right now, because cool. I really feel like if I can master the ads thing and pay as little as possible for as many, you know, useful views as I can, that that will really be the ticket to growing the audience. It's just that I'm experimenting and as a result, I'm probably not getting the best use of my money or time. For example, I've never, I've never been able to figure out the power editor or what I'm supposed to do in the Facebook power editor. I just kind of, you know, fiddle around in oh, there. Oh, you definitely Make- need Claire's little okay. so to-do she list. To she it. tells you what to do. Like, um, you know, obviously she's not hireable because she works with another successful team that uses Facebook ads. Okay. <laughs> and, and I have... That will not be mentioned? That will her? not be mentioned, but... Okay. I used to work for them too. Um, And so I know Claire and she just said, you know what? The best thing I can do is just send you my PDF. And I'm like, what PDF? And so I followed that and the guest post she did on my site. And that's all I did. Okay. I just, I just copied exactly what she said. Um, So, so that was definitely interesting. I was going to run ads for the podcast, but I decided not to. I thought, I decided it was too close to my own launch that I probably should do something that was leading at least if it was launching. Um, but back to the results of the podcast, the traffic definitely was up big time. Um, page views were also, I mean, everything increased by a substantial amount. That's why I was like, whoa, um, uh, the daily subscribers coming in that increase. I don't know by what percentage I do need to figure that out. Um, mm-hmm. so much so that when I was running the ads, I was going crazy because I don't have notifications when people leave, but I, I do like that little dopamine hit of knowing when people sign up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, woohoo, woohoo, sign up, sign up, sign up. At least one. I have at least, let's see, only one day did I not get any in the last week. Every day I get like at least five. You're yeah. probably getting more than me, but it depends. It's like um, some days are like five, some days are 10. And then out of nowhere, it's like somebody shared something on some page and then mm-hmm. there's a bunch of other random yes. like bursts. I get that too. So, so the podcast has really been a lot of fun. I, I do like it. I still don't have the workflow completely down and handoffable, but I would like something like the girl, Christina, who works with me does it, but I don't like to get, she, she's just in Detroit. I'm not going to give her that the night before. And that's the way I roll sometimes. Right. So I end up doing it. You did not do that. I'll admit, you know, once a month, if I haven't given him a batch, I have to do one myself because I just haven't been able to do it. Yeah. Um, cause other stuff is happening, but, um, if you tape enough in advance, you can hand off as much as in advance. And yeah, I can mean, I can help you with the workflow. Yeah. Um, because the show note, I don't know, maybe, you know, part of it also, and maybe your show notes, like, let me take a look at your show notes. My show notes are my, simple. No, mine, mine is like a blog post. 
So that's why it's like I'm writing. That's why it's taking you so long. So like maybe instead of that, and I'm not criticizing you because I think you're. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> but like, and now I'm at fearless launching. Should I just be on Anne Smilove? Yeah. Launching? Okay. Yeah. So maybe instead of that, you, you do teasers in this yeah. episode. I discuss this, yeah. this, 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 and this, and then you say, here are the links I talk about yeah. this, 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 and this, and the same with the guests. And then here, and then when you have a guest, it's here's this person's links. If you want to get to know her more, yeah. boom, 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 boom. And that's it. Yeah. Because yeah. Okay. So here's, is this managing it? No, I can't tell. Nope. Kelly Kingman. Okay. Let me look at Kelly Kingman. Yeah. Okay. Let me open it up. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. Do you only take on projects? Would you be willing to accept? Oh my. See, I, I do. I like to do like a post. Cause I was, I've been feeling like blog posts, like shame that I haven't written real posts. So I think that's why I make these into posts. So the part at the bottom, support the fearless launching show, et cetera, that stuff you cut me and paste, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Okay. Connect with Kelly, additional resources, listen in to find out. Keep all that. And then the only thing you do differently than me is you, like, what you've got going on, everything before listening to find out, I condense into one paragraph. Like, like for you, I think it's like, Ann and I have been friends a long time. Right. Um, and then she's really awesome at this. And in, our, in this episode, we discuss. Yeah. So keep the blog post. Down, keep you know? the blog post for the podcast. Show notes, show notes, show notes. And then I guess I'm going to do what you're going to do, too. And that's make one like normal blog post per week. And maybe I'll even like record that. Well, so but the thing for Kelly, you have like. Take on projects you're qualified to do. That's what happened to Kelly. She's been an inter- entrepreneur, but then she did this. Her journey has twists and turns. So if you're still in your day job, listen, all that can be one paragraph. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to talk about sticky ebooks because you're going to talk about that in the show. She's right. been featured on ProBlogger, the whole bio. I'm assuming you're using that to introduce her. You don't need to put any part of her bio in there. Okay. That's a lot of work. And so you will be bang, bang, bang if you can just do the one intro paragraph per episode. Now, when you're doing your own, that's different. Like those blog post episodes that you're doing, write the whole blog post in because it's just you. The yeah. thing is, like if you're writing a blog post every week anyway – you can ju- you write the whole thing out, and then you use that as a show. But then you say, "Hey, if you want the transcript for today, or if you want to comment, please see you know ansmoylove.com. Okay, that's what I I'm like. Saying. That I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I've been like trying to do too much in the podcast show notes, mm-hmm. and then it's burning me out when I actually want to write a post, just like a. Well, like I was looking at John Lee Dumas. Dum- How does he say Dumas? Yeah, I was looking at Mister Dumas's show notes today. And they're long, but they're long because his show is formatted into like, let's say six questions. And he just writes the answers to the six questions. And those are his show notes. He's not reinventing the wheel. He's not saying anything remotely like innovative about the person on there or even commenting. He doesn't even editorialize his thoughts about the answers. Mm. It's literally like, What's your finest moment as an entrepreneur? My finest moment is blank. What, you know, it's question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. And so they look long, but um, the show, it's sort of like, they're not really show notes. They're almost like, it's like the condensed transcript-ish. Exactly. Okay. I, mean, I don't know what Pat does. I'll have to look. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do that. I'm ready to do that. That's an action I'm taking. Um, okay. It'll help. That's all. Yeah. So... I've said then I'm only at the end of my third month. I'm only doing at this point um, during the launch. I did one every week, but my regular schedule is every other week. But now I'm like wanting to do one every week. So as soon as Mm -hmm. I get this whole intro thing, um, show notes thing figured out, then I probably will add more. Mm -hmm. So tell me about your, how, how things have gone over the year. Can you share some like changes that have happened throughout the year? Yes. Um, with growth comes change. And at first I felt like I was like, well, not that I'm not grateful when people come on the show, but I was always like peeing my pants grateful. Let's put it that way. And then after a while, people started to pitch me and to be on the show. And then I had to 
start having boundaries, which is actually hilarious because that's my Achilles heel is boundaries. I always say yes to everyone because I'm like a likability. I'm like a likability addict, right? I can't stand for somebody to think I'm mean. Me too. So, um, (laughs) but I have been pitched by people who I felt weren't ready yet. And so then I had to, so it's sort of like when someone asks you on a date, you're not sure why you want to say no. You just know that you can't go out with them. So you have to think like, what do I want? Because if I know what I want, I'll know why I can say what I don't want. Right. Right. So I had to sort of write out like, okay, I really want people on the show who have, who have really strong experience with their business, that they, that, that this is not a new business. It's not a new niche. Even if they rebranded a few times, that's fine. You want to be Anson More Love and then Fearless Launching and then Yoga Queen? Great. You can come on. You'll have an established audience and you'll have established knowledge in entrepreneurship. But like... (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) Thank you. But, um, But don't pitch me if you're new because I'm not here to give a voice to people who have really not that much to say yet. Right. I want to give voices to people who have earned that ish. And so what I've done though, because I hate saying no, is started to take guest blog posts. So if they are not ready, but they still want to show their expertise, I sort of redirect them into, Hey, why don't you write for me? And then when you're ready, circle back. I love that. Um, because I do want to give, because I don't want to say no, I don't want to be all about giving women a voice and then say, but not yours. Yeah. That just feels wrong to me. So this felt better, but it's a process that I've been, so I've, so I started that process getting blog posts. And then I also reached out to some of my um, past guests and asked them if they wanted to be featured on it. And then I got a bunch of guest posts. And then of course, since I had no process to put them up, they sat for like two months. Oh my God. Until I hired someone. So now I've hired someone to make sure they go out every Monday and then also let the people know that they're going out and what the link is and to share it. And then I also had her create a form just to be interviewed. And at the end of the form, it says, you know, this is what we're looking for. If you're not right for this, would you be okay with writing instead? And just see if they say yes. So that if I can say, so that if I do say no, I'll point them to the other form, you know? Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. How have you found the... um that guest post process. Cause if it is newer people, then they may, I, I can imagine there's a little bit of challenge there getting them to. They're deliver. actually super eager. Okay. That's good. No, but when they <laughs> deliver stuff, is it a lot of work? No, because I put all the work in the form. <laughs> oh, that's so like awesome. Part of, the, part of the form of submitting the post also includes, I want your Twitter. I want your Facebook page. I want your LinkedIn. You have to upload your headshot. Please paste the article in here. If you don't want to paste the article, you can attach a Google Doc. I don't want Word because I can't open it. I really can't even open Word without shutting down my whole computer. That's just, the, <laughs> it's like my, I don't know if it's that it's old or that my computer has just been like, no, screw you, Word. We're not opening you anymore or what. But whenever I open it, it like shuts everything else down. So <laughs> if you deliver Microsoft Word, you shall die. <laughs> I think Microsoft Word is a huge pain. And plus, yes. when you copy and paste something from Word, it ruins your blog post. Right. So just no thank you. So do you so, require other stuff as well? Like I'm I'm only asking because we're having a few challenges with our own process. But um, I also like them to create a guest a graphic for the blog post. Yep. But most forget. Yep. Yeah. But yes, I do ask them to upload that. Yeah. But it's not hard. I mean, if they don't do it, I just take their headshot and, sh- and like slap it into Canva with a title. Yep. Yeah. But I'm doing that. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I can't say no either, Jessica. And something yeah. there's been at least now two different times where I've said yes, and they were not at good times. And they ended up causing a lot of additional work um, for people on say- my team. So now I'm just like, Okay, so so no. there's a couple ways to get around that. And the first way I had to get around it, besides this whole guest post for me instead part, is um, I've, I've created strict boundaries around when I do phone conversations. And again, Sundays are not on that list, but it's you, so I made an exception. But for the most part, I only take clients, interviews, or interview other people Tuesday through Thursday and not after 4 o'clock. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I am 
I want to say militant about it, but the truth is I'm more like a, I'm more like a military dressed up stripper and not really, (laughs) (laughs) I like to think I'm militant, but I'm not really militant, but I try. But so like tomorrow, Mondays and Fridays, I'm supposed to be off the phone altogether. But I did schedule something with a new online business manager because I thought I really needed that. And then somebody wanted to see me for lunch. And then actually, it's so funny, like TMZ wants me to <laughs> keep asking me to do oh more like, like pop culture stuff. And I'm just like, I can't believe you even want my opinion. And then um, and then one interview with somebody that I, I asked, to, this is horrible, but I asked her to be on my show. Then I had to reschedule once because I had jury duty. Then she finally came on the show and I only recorded the first three minutes of it. Oh my God. So I had to reschedule. So I just was like, just tell me anytime you want to come on and we'll do it. And so she did it. Uh, and I, and I was being accommodating for her, but I have nothing next Friday and I'm going to keep it that way. Come hell or high water. Yep. But but that part's really hard because the other part, Anne, is that like not that you just want to be liked, but that you want to accommodate, and then you end up over accommodating yourself on a day where either you don't want to do it, and like I know you're, I don't think you're an introvert. I'm sort of an introvert in that if I talk long enough on one day, by dinner time, I won't want any human interaction. No, at- I am too. I'm I'm okay. I'm very friendly and I'm open with the people that I like and I know pretty well, but I. I know that I'm not meant to be a one-on-one coach type of person because I go in, like, I I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It's hard and it's a lot just on your, like, little spirit. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, even on Tuesdays, one, two, three, four, five calls, and they're almost, like, right in a row. Ugh. I know. I don't even leave myself time to pee. It's ridiculous. So I didn't, I didn't like intend to talk about like the whole like system and process, but it is part of, I know, sorry. It's so much part I'm of it though. And, and that's, this is all the stuff that I've been like trying to, trying to deal with. I mean, of course I was excited about like results, but more of but, result was, am I going to go insane? But this is about results because look, the, the reason my schedule is, it wasn't like this a year ago. The only reason it's like this now is because people want to interview me. People want to hire me. Yeah. People want to be on my show. Those are the results. Yeah. These are the, these are the, <laughs> yes. these are the white people problems. <laughs> this is first like world problems. <laughs> Of amazing results. Amazing yeah. results. Yeah, yeah. I'm complaining last month about, I'm like, how many interviews are people going to want me to be on? Gosh, I can't do any more this month. I can't be interviewed again. Where's my cake? Where's my, where's my jasmine tea? I, I just need a press junket so that I can be put up in a nice hotel and then all the press can come to Double me. hard. I always joke about this one thing. Speaking of white people problems, and this is like white girl entrepreneurial problems, but let's ha- like... But she didn't even mean to say this, which is what made me pee. So, like, I'll even say it's Amber. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sorry, Amber, if you're listening. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. But she didn't say this at all. I'm the one that started laughing about it. But so we're talking about delegating. And I was asking her, she really likes Odesk. And she really likes, you know, um, she hires people from the Philippines. And I was like, well, how does that work out for you? Because I, I haven't always felt like I can communicate properly. And she was like, it's really good. It's just that, you know, she's not always available. And you know how Amber talks? She's like, she's so nice. Yeah. She's like, you know, she's, they're just, you know, they're not always available. And I was like, what do you mean? Why? Why isn't she available? She goes, well, you know, they just have some typhoons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, it is. It and is. Was- <laughs> but, but listen, so I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> And she wasn't complaining. She was just a little wistful, mm-hmm. you know, that they had typhoons and, uh, you know, and I could hear in her voice that she felt sad, but at the same time, I'm just like, God damn it. What do you mean? My email can't go out today. Cause there's a typhoon. <laughs> that is. It's going to be noon instead of 8am. Get your shit together. Like it just made me pee. It was so funny. It stopped raining at 2am. That means you can get that email out. Because she's never, ever going to be like that. (laughs) At the same time, it is probably annoying. Yeah. You know, like, here we are, like you said, annoyed that too many people want to interview us. Like, same with her. Like, I really want to employ people from the Philippines, but those fucking typhoons. (laughs) (laughs) Those typhoons. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I worked for many years with someone from from Philippines and and the typhoons and the power outages and all this stuff in hell right because I'm laughing at their misfortune but what I'm really laughing at is like our irritation yeah you're like 
Really? <laughs> they are calling into work going, I can't schedule your tweets today because there's a typhoon. <laughs> and then we're, and then us going, God damn it. Yeah, you know, sorry, I'm cursing. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, this is the first, this is the first episode I cannot mark clean. <laughs> if you bleep it, you can. I don't want to bleep it. Just you could write down the minutes and then go back and bleep me if okay, you want. Fine. I'm sorry. It's okay. Don't, you don't well, have. To. I don't think about my explicit rating and whether or not I should just go through and 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 mark them each. But like, it's funny because like one episode will be totally clean except for one F word. I don't want to edit it, <laughs> so I'll just leave them all explicit. This way, people can say what they want. I guess. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> but okay. Mari Smith. But when I interviewed Mari Smith, and she was just like, her her VA wrote me back and was like. You know, we were just looking at your show, and we noticed they're explicit, and we were just wondering if there's anything Mari should, you know, know about. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it's just for, it's mostly for people to curse if they want to. I, she has a, you know, she's very cautious and, yes. uh, yeah, about her reputation. That but is hilarious. Uh, yeah, Jessica, is there anything we should know about? <laughs> You're like, there's well. a whole, like, like there's a whole section about like female, you know, like about whatever, like a whole sexuality <laughs> section that she needed to know about. She wanted to make sure everything was above board. Right, right. And the waist. <laughs> and the waist. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so tell me some other things that have changed. I know that obviously you have a lot of shows going. I mean, you've got more shows than I do going out. You've been doing it consistently for the past year. Um, yeah, I've been doing them consistently for the past year. And, you know, there's no excuse for not having a show. I mean, I even had shows scheduled the week my sister had a baby and I was in California. I had shows scheduled for when I was in Vegas at conferences. Mm -hmm. You just do it. You have to do it and it has to be consistent. But, um, I mean, I would say that I, I would say that my income has changed only in the way that when people now, well, more often people will come to me without me knowing them and say they want to hire me, which I, yeah. which I, which I describe as the hot lead surf fresh daily phenomenon, mm -hmm. which is, um, they're not warm and they're not asking. They're saying, I already know you're the right person to help me with this branding problem. What's your rate? Yeah. They don't even have to be sold. They, because they hear me and they know they, that I can help them. And that's, it's like the first time that's ever happened, especially doing consulting, which I feel like I have to pimp out like nobody's business. Well, Jessica, would you say that before the podcast is, this is something that I was just thinking about when you were saying that, that mm -hmm. before, I would say sometime, maybe the late end of last year, and definitely this, the last couple of months, I've noticed that there's more people who keep emailing me who I have no idea who they are. Like I used to kind of like yes. somehow slightly know the name. Like I would kind yes. of know who they are or be like, oh, okay. Or I'd be able to just kind of look at them on Facebook and be like, oh, they're in creating fan B school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can cool. tell you the exact first three fans that I didn't know that emailed me and said, I just want to tell you, thank you for doing such an awesome show. I know you don't owe me, know me, but I had to reach out and tell you how awesome. <laughs> I know you don't own me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Uh, yeah. I know you don't know me, but I just wanted to tell you how much I love the show and how much I appreciate you doing it and keep on rocking sister or whatever, however they ended it with. Um, Cause that's a, because, you know, when you launch stuff like courses, you go, you know, you have your friends that are like, you're going to do great and go Jess. But it's totally different when you have complete strangers that you've never known before. And it doesn't matter how they get to you, although they often tell you, I saw your post in, you know, B school, or I saw you, I found you in iTunes or I saw your face, you know, stuff yep. they'll tell you, but yep. um, this is also the first time where almost every single sign up I get is somebody I've never seen their name before or even yep. heard of them. I have no idea where they're coming from. They are actual people with Gmail addresses and businesses. I know that's, that's really not freaking me out, but it, cool. That's really so cool awesome. to be because I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know you in any yeah. way. I don't even recognize you. It's like the dream. It's also the first time that, that if you don't, if you say something and they don't like it, total strangers will tell you. Mm-hmm. Like I posted, I was thinking about, cause my show's an hour. I was thinking about cutting them in half and doing like half hour Thursday, half hour Friday. And those women were like, don't you dare. <laughs> I like it an hour and 15 minutes because 
I listen when I'm doing this. And I, I mean, it wasn't just one. That was, is awesome. It was like 10 women saying, please don't change the length of it. You'll break my heart. I use it when I'm working out. It's the exact time I need to vacuum. It's my exact commute time. If you change it, I'll die. That's awesome. Like, well, alrighty. All Never right. Change. That was actually a tip from John Lee Dumas. And my fans were like, don't you dare, lady. Oh, so, oh telling them you were going to change something or? No, to change it. Oh. He, he said I would get more downloads if I had shorter shows and more of them. You're like, well, maybe someday. But you know, right the, now? Thing is, the thing is, I realized, you know, I've been chasing his audience for a while until I feel I realized recently that I'll never have that audience because my audience is women mm-hmm. and most podcast listeners are men. Interesting. So I'm never going to get 100,000 downloads an episode because there has to be 100,000 women listening to a podcast and then want mine. Right. And the chances of that are so small. Yeah. Funny thing is, <laughs> the people that have reached out to me who I don't know, they're actually podcasters who are men. <laughs> yeah, I've had many of them as well. I'm like, all of a sudden I'm getting, that's actually the biggest change for me is that more men signing up for the Anne Samuela of mailing list. Yeah. Well, you know, Anne, that's because probably your audience was, you know, we had a tight, we have a tight circle. We do. We do. And, we do. And iTunes is like the number one way I think you can branch out of that circle. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I love that. Signing up for mine, but, I, you know, I made it that way. Yeah. I could, I guess. But it's nice to get out of like the circle. And I know that there's so much goodness in, obviously the B-School community is ginormous now. And so you could, in theory, spend a lot of time catering to just those people. Oh, yeah. You could. But but I like getting out of, I don't like being in like the little clique. There's no need. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So I I love it. Anyway, so. You say little clique, but it's still like. I know, little. Yeah, I'm like little. That's not a little clique. Still like five, I mean, I mean that group alone is like eleven thousand. But I just mean the people that we know that we're close to. It's still yeah. like big. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So okay. Yeah, we gotta get out of there. Okay. So podcast, yes, do it. Um. Did you feel like it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, do it. Did you feel like you got any? Um. Did you feel like it took you a while to get things going? We're because I remember at one point. Okay, yeah. so I don't mean to totally out you about this, but kind of. I remember at one point. That you said, you know, if I was doing everything that Elsie told me to do or like at the time, you know, and it was like, you're like, I got to be doing more of this, this and this. I got to be promoting it more and more and more. And I think you flipped a switch at that moment because I feel like I'm more aware of the episodes now. I don't know what you've done, but I definitely feel more like, oh, okay, I know what's coming up. I know what's happening. I know when you mention names, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I know what interviews are generally up or at least there's some recognition when you say them. You know, um, yeah, I started being more selective about who I interview. I started um, being really consistent about everywhere I was promoting it and not just doing it willy-nilly. Like, there's a system where um, I promote the Facebook post in my page. I put it in my group. I tweet about it a couple times a day so that anybody on Twitter, whether, you know, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. We'll see it at least once, hopefully. Um, um, I really am better about letting the guests know when it's going to be on and giving them stuff to share. Yeah. Um, I'm better about, I mean, a lot of it is, and, and also I'm going to start, I think, um, doing ads to specific episodes because there are certain people that I've interviewed that have a giant audience that are very, very low on the downloads list Mm, that's a great idea because someone like you know mari mari is actually she's not the highest but yes she has a giant audience and and andrea owen has a big audience and she's lower on the list and i don't know if it's because they're not entrepreneurs maybe that's it but like i know mari's people are entrepreneur yeah um and even just targeting her audience alone that's it yeah, I know, really. Just if I take her show and Andrea Ball's show, Grandma Mary, yep. and just target both of their audiences, I should be all set for, you know, grow. I mean, but there's just certain things you can do to grow. And, like, those are some things I could do is probably more Facebook or even Twitter ads. And also, I, I'm very I'm very calculating about growing my Twitter. And I haven't really done much to grow my Facebook, but I use an automated system that will follow people that I've pre-selected on a regular basis. And then I clean house once or twice, you know, once or twice a month. Got it. So 
every month my show, my Twitter following should be growing at least three, 400 people, which is important because if you keep tweeting to the same people, yeah. you're not going to grow. You can't grow the show. I mean, and yeah. I don't even know if it even helps. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you only know download. I mean, I can, I think it helps because I can see my monthly downloads go up at least, you know, 500 a month. Like right. January was 3,500. Then actually February was 4,600. So see, that's awesome. But also in February, I had that girl on from Shark Tank that helped. Which one? The Ray Cheek from Cheeked. <sighs> you watch Shark? Do you watch Shark Tank? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, she bombed like nobody's business on that show and people could not wait to hear what she had to say about it. And I and the show went live the Wednesday after that Friday that she was on. Oh, so that's awesome. It's pretty awesome. It did really good things for my traffic. And so I could even still circle back with Shark Tank people, you Definitely. know, tons of ways of doing it. But I mean, is there one particular, I mean, I don't know. No, it sounds, it, I mean, it sounds pretty, pretty typical from, for any kind of growth online. It's like slowly over time, you just start getting better at doing certain types of promotion. You start doing yeah. more of it in different places. And eventually it just kind of layers and layers and layers and layers. You know, kind of think of it as like building your own bicycle. You know, you build mm -hmm. a bicycle, then you take it out for a ride. You notice your wheels a little loose and like maybe the handlebars could be tighter. And then once you've got the bike down, you're riding it and it's going well, you start thinking, well, how can I make, how can I hack my bike to go faster? Right. How can I beat Lance Armstrong? How can I... You know what I mean? How can it have like an umbrella that pops up automatically in the rain? Like, just let's just hack the crap out of this bike. And that's kind of the phase I'm in now. Like, hack the crap out of your podcast. <laughs> that's going to be the title. <laughs> I want grocery to just, just fly into the basket, you know, just whatever. Like, there's some way of once you've, once you've built it and you've tightened it, all the screws, and you know that it works well and you know it's a fast bike, you sort of then have to be like, okay, well, the next goal needs to be beat someone else or, <laughs> or, you know, or go as or faster than the speed of light or just whatever you need. You always need to have the goals, right? So, right. um, it's just phases. So you're, you're in the, you know, I mean, based on our conversation about your blog post, you're, you're still tightening a few screws, but you're going, you're going all right. Yeah. It's rideable. It's rideable for a few blocks. <laughs> but you've only been up two months. I mean, I've been doing it almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I phase. I was the same place. I was like, I was doing it all myself. I was trying to figure out a promotion. I don't even know if I was promoting it, like scheduling them at eight, 11 to five and eight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I was just like hoping people would notice and trying to be new and noteworthy. And yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely was doing that. I was, I was loving um, being on the same line in the new and noteworthy as ask Pat. I thought that was really oh cool. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm right next to Pat. I'm above Pat. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going last up. Photo. And I'm down. <laughs> the last photo I took of myself in What's Hot was next to James Altucher. And I think it was underneath somebody also equally the same. Was, Hold on, I have to pull it up. And you were up. like, oh. Well, because my uncle is the one that actually um, introduced me to James Altucher. And so I was like, look, we're in the same line. Like, I was like going to cry. I was so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, hold on. Let me just pull this out so I can see. I think I'm right under somebody who's kind of a big deal, too. But let me see. Hold on, here it is. Um, oh, it was like in the same line as like Susie Orman. That's a crazy experience. You're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's insane. It really Everything is, is awesome these yeah. days, especially since my daughter will not stop singing that song from Which the one? Lego movie. Everything oh. is awesome. <laughs> oh, I don't know it because my kids are old. Yeah. Sorry. Mila's kind of into that. Um, well, that's awesome. So basically, I mean, I can probably hope to just tighten up my process. And then if I choose to do a show every week, then I should do a show every week. I look up to people like, um, what's his face from Podcasters Paradise? I feel like a dork because we've mentioned him a few times, but um, he podcast every day john? yeah john lee dumas he's like every day he puts one out yeah but he he tapes eight at a time he tapes no i'm sorry he has like a whole week where he tapes and then he like it's he had 40 in the bag when he started yeah so he i think he signed up with a week and then yeah i mean but you have to understand about john see i know john is like he is almost the person to aspire to except for one one thing and the one thing you have to remember about john is that he had 
crazy money in the bank when he started his show, and that money was used to make his show a business. He did mm. not have a business before that. Got it. He was a real estate agent, so uh, a commercial real estate agent. So when he started his show, he took that money. What can I outsource? How do I get sponsorships? I know. I'll do a show every day. That was his job. He didn't do consulting. He didn't yeah. have, like, a business where he was launching products. I mean, that stuff came later. That's true. That's and that's true. because the only reason it came later is because he had capped his salary at the sponsorships because you don't want to take, like, 20. Right. You can only have, like, at the Couple. most three an episode. Yeah. Without making your audience members like want to gouge their ears out. So that's when he started doing maybe some podcast consulting. And then I don't think he liked that very much. And so then he switched to doing the podcaster's paradise, which I actually, because I, um, I don't know, I got it in some early bird special. I was in it and then I was so angry because, and this has changed now, but I got in it for like a really low price, but he only had the videos up to create your show, which I had already had for like seven months. So I was like, damn you, John Lee Dumas. Oh. Because he had no grow stuff and no monetized stuff. And I was like, balls. And then um, it took him a couple months, but he did put some stuff up. But again, I think some of this stuff is, for me and you, not necessarily applicable because um, a lot of it is like, well, you you, you want a sponsorship. You need to have 10,000 downloads an episode or a mm -hmm. month. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard goal to reach, especially if you're a woman, because there aren't that many women who listen. It's like 30% at best. Yeah. But it's easier to get to if you're doing a, a show every day. That's, True. you know what I mean? And if the even... The field only does like two a month. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at now. So yeah. I might, I, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. And I always uh, remind, I remember Elsie's words, like, you know, this is a process. You're going to, if things are going to evolve over time, let it yeah. do what it's going to do, you know? And yeah. You know, I was definitely scared before I, I did one because I, I didn't have everything figured out. And then I realized, you know what? You're never really going to have everything figured out. So just go no, out and do you're it. You're the queen of telling other people that. I know. I'm like, am <laughs> Best practices? That's your own advice, Anne. I know. I know. I know, then, you know. And then part of that also is that um, doing shows more often, whether it you have time for it or not, people get addicted. Yeah. And that's the part I think I like about doing two shows a week is that I know certain people are going to listen every time because they're addicted to it. Right. Whereas like Amy, she just has a big, a big ass audience. Right. Um, I don't know if they're addicted to hers because they're not that often. I think they might be because if, if it's like a year after I did an interview on her show and people are still emailing me saying, Oh, I just saw, I just heard you on this and I signed up for your list and this is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow. Now is that what you're saying? I'm sorry. You're, you're saying they're addicted now already? I think they are, but it's in a different of way. They are. You know? they are. I'm just saying the more you post, the more addicted they are. Yeah. That's what I meant. I'm sure they're addicted now because yeah. they're just podcast listeners are just addicts. Yeah. I'm just saying. I know I am. They're addicted. They seem to get more addicted the more you post. Yep. Okay. And actually, okay, so yeah, yours are every two weeks. I'm just pulling up Amy's because I wanted to see. Amy Porterfield. I just want to see how often. I thought you were saying uh, she she does more. No, I think she does just two a month, like you said. Yeah. And hers are long. They're like 40-some minutes, 30 mm -hmm. minutes. Mine are longer. We, was, we're at 60 minutes. But we did we talked right. for like 15 minutes, so. That's true. About some other stuff. But you know what? I actually want to, I want to bring you back, Jessica, to talk about – changing stuff and programs. So let's, let's get on the other side of both of our current running programs. Okay. And then we can talk about, um, that whole, that whole bit we were just discussing and I'm keeping it super secret and vague and maybe I'll even edit this out, but you know, about creating content for the first time, revising all that good stuff. Cause I think, I think what we were talking about was interesting. Yeah. I would love to, well, you know, I, would, I always love talking to <laughs> Because it's easy. It doesn't feel difficult. <laughs> doesn't feel like work. And that's how you know you like it. By the way, I want to I shout out to a really cool podcast that I don't know if you've listened to, but the, the guy who does the podcast is really cool. His name is Michael Naus, and it's the Startup okay. Sessions. Cool. Um, he's so cool. Just, uh, I was interviewed with by him last week and then met him at an event just a few days ago. He and his wife are amazing. They're really fun. And I think you would... Oh, he looks nice. He's very nice. His wife, he has like an interview that he did with his wife who is a yoga, she teaches people how to, I think she teaches yoga, 
teachers. Um, so That's his cool. wife is even equally as cool, but their episode together, adorable. Aww. Anyways, that that's a podcast that I wanted. I want it to do so well. Um, so I, I needed to give them a shout out. That's really nice. Hi, Michael. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. No, <laughs> that's not his voice. Yeah, for a minute. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. So, can I ask you what are your who are you watching then for podcasts and seeing what they're doing and maybe even trying to figure out what what some of their you know results are. Or trying to reach um, whatever they're doing. Who am I watching? Let me let me just go in. I usually watch the business section. Um, you know what? I honestly keep my eye on on women, believe it or not, because um, I want to see how well they do. It, you know, in the what's hot category, I like to see like who stays there. Um, I've I've looked at the Susie Orman show a couple times just to see how it's set up, but really that's an actual radio show that I think they just export to a podcast, and so it's hard. Um, <clears throat> you're talking about people that I look up to and admire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is really hard to say. There's all different ones. I mean, I do I do watch Amy Porterfield to see when she does interviews and when she just does her own thing and who she has. I still feel like that group. Pat and John and Amy, like, I feel like they all just keep interviewing each other over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. It never gets different. It never gets diverse. It never gets new. Um, so I don't want to do that. And so I watch to see who, who she You see what to. you don't want to do. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I also, I like her format, but I do, I do see that, yeah, they interview all the same people and I can't stand that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I watch John, but he, but only again, that's another actual example of who I watch that I don't want to be like, be like, yeah. Oh, look, I'm next to James Altucher and Rick Mulready, who I love. What a nice oh, guy. That's he, awesome. Actually, I do watch him. He is one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. I have heard that. And it's even really funny because when I interviewed him and we hung up, he said, God, I really feel like I talked so much. And I'm like, but you're the guest. <laughs> He's like, oh, right. That's allowed. Okay. So can I, so can I tell you, I don't know if you've listened to them at all. Love the fizzle show. You know what? I read the fizzle show. So I don't listen. Um, you're missing out on Chase Reeves. Really? He's the comic relief and he is constantly sidetracking the whole oh, thing. I'm download it right now. He cracks me up. I mean, he Fizzle. and Corbett and Caleb, they have such a fun. I do, I do watch what they do, but I forget about them. So oh, fun. and you know who else? Conversion cast from Lead Pages. Ah, uh, yes. That's a new one, but their blog posts are enrapturing. And so I'm sure their podcast is too. So I've listened to a couple episodes of theirs. Yeah. What about the what? marketing show? Do you listen to them, Dean Jackson and Joe Polish? No. I don't even, I've never even heard of that. Oh man, that's a good one too. Marketing show with, they're like two old school dudes. They like know a lot. They're super smart. They have fun yeah. guests on sometimes. Sometimes they just riff about things. Really cool. Really? I like those guys. Um, And I used to listen to Derek Halper, but he stopped doing his. Which I think is, a, which I think is kind of a bummer. I'd like to listen to him more. You know, I really, I actually wish he would export his videos into a podcast because I would much rather listen than watch. I mean, I mostly just, not because I don't. Did you hear that, Derek? <laughs> yeah. We don't want to look at you. Not, <laughs> just, I just want to listen. But I, I mean, what happens is I push play on the video and then I start doing other stuff. Right. But why not just have a podcast? Because it's, he's, I just think he's missing out. But he, you know, Derek knows everything. Yeah, so. he knows what he's doing. So he does. He seems. Of to. course, I listen to Jonathan Fields. He actually has a podcast version of good, his Good Life Project. And, yes. And I, I like him. It's just. Actually, for me, it's easier to listen to the audios because I feel like I'm, I'm somehow not, not giving my full attention if that video is up that is shot so nicely for Good Life Project. So I tend to listen to the audio. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. You know, I, I don't. When I was in corporate, I was a crazy podcast fanatic, and now that I work from home, I don't listen as much. I know it's mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah. But, um, no, I just, you know, I just was dry. I had like a four, stop. three and a half hour, four hour drive both ways. So this event that I went to and both ways, I was on the podcast. I was like, woohoo. Yeah. When I was um, working, I used to listen to Ricky Gervais and it made me pee my pants laughing. His <laughs> podcast was so funny. 
Um, and then, and then I, I was an aspiring designer at the time and I would listen to design podcasts about how to do contracts with people. And it was very nerdy. (sighs) I used to do some stuff like that too. Dig was my big one. Dig, but it was a video podcast, but still video. Yeah. What else? So yeah, there's a, for me, I'm already a podcast nerd and I know I'm not the majority of women, like you said, but I love podcasts. I think they're amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. And I mean, the portability of it is what's so great. I, I think once I, you know, I've had not health problems, but things going on, which have prevented me from working out. When I start walking and working out again, I'll be able to answer this question better. Okay. If that makes sense. But so, it's like, it's like a week or so. And then, so ask me next time I come on. Okay. I will do that. And then if you think of any while you're walking or in the next uh, okay. week or so, you can just email me and let me okay. know. I will. Um, all right, Jessica. Well, let's, let's wrap it up here. It's Sunday. It's almost the end of your day on Sunday and, you know, it's yep, been it's awesome chatting. spaghetti time over here, man. Yeah. It's been awesome chatting with you. I you always too. love catching love up. You. Thank you. Love it. Thank you for having me. And, um, we'll put all, Hey, actually, how should people reach you? What's the best URL? I would really love it if you would visit ladybusiness.biz because if you like this podcast, you might like that one. I think and, you then, will. Uh, and then, um, Jessica Kupferman is my website right now, but I'm moving all the episodes and everything over to the new website. More growth and change, which I didn't even mention because I forgot. But <laughs> uh, but I'm going to have it have, have its own hub because of the guest posting. So, yeah, ladybusiness.biz. Um, and if you like, I don't even know if Anne's going to say this, but I'm just going to say it. If you like this episode and if you like my episodes, leave us a review on iTunes because it helps us with our ratings. It helps people get to know our shows more. And we need that as women to support each other. Thank you. I love that. Thank you, Jessica. For <laughs> You're welcome. Do you, do you always say it? No, I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> I record I, it in the outro usually, if I remember. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Awesome.